Welcome to the Smart Money Mama Show, where moms get real about money to help you find your financial confidence and live your best life. Now let's talk money, mamas. Hey there, mamas. I'm your host, Chelsea Brennan, and today we're talking about mantras, money mantras to be specific. Money mantras are short, powerful statements that you declare to yourself regularly and loudly to help you attract abundance in your life and help you reach your goals. Ever heard of the concept of manifesting what you want in life? Mantras are part of that. Now, some of you snarkier mamas out there just heard this, closed your eyes and thought, I will have a million dollars, opened your eyes and concluded that this clearly does not work. I see you. And partially you're right. Money mantras don't work if we say them in passing and think that the results we want will magically appear without us being willing to change our habits or do the work. Because that's not embracing a money mantra. That's making a wish. Often, that's my problem with the idea of affirmations, mantras, and manifesting our dreams. Sometimes, it sounds like accepting these ideas is giving yourself permission to not take action, to sit back and wait for the world to drop something amazing in your lap. And who wants to sit on the sidelines waiting for success to just happen? nobody. But that's not what mantras really are, not when practiced properly. That's why I want to talk about mantras today. I want you to know how to make money mantras work for you so you can use them to build your own financial confidence and find new ways to pursue your goals. Money mantras, when practiced intentionally, can help you broaden your perspectives. They can trigger your mind to look for opportunities that prove a mantra to be true, things you might otherwise have never noticed or written off. Mantras can make it easier to embrace new habits by rewriting our own beliefs about ourselves. If you stop telling yourself, I'm terrible with money, and practice the mantra of, I make intentional choices with my money, over time, budgeting won't be so hard. It won't be something that goes against your core nature, but instead aligns with who you believe yourself to be as a person. Of course you budget. You're intentional with your money. So let's get started. And remember, if you want to create your own healthy money mantras, download our free worksheets in the show notes at smartmoneymamas.com backslash zero zero five. Ready? Here are six things you need to know to make money mantras work for you. First, step one, know what your current money stories are. Often, the stories we tell ourselves about money are deep rooted and mostly subconscious. But to change those feelings, we have to bring them into the light of day and determine if they are serving us or holding us back. How do we do that? Well, consider the words or feelings that come up when you think about money. Do you feel confident, scared, accomplished, stressed, hopeful? This will be your first indication of whether your money stories are based in scarcity or abundance. A scarcity mindset is centered around the idea that money is a limited resource and there is never enough to go around. Sometimes this comes from growing up without enough money or constantly seeing money arguments between your parents. But very wealthy people can live in a scarcity mindset, too. There's actually research around women's fear about becoming a bag lady and how, on average, that fear increases with the more money women make. They can't trust their own success and fear someone or something will come and take it all away. An abundance mindset is the opposite. You believe there's plenty to go around and you're optimistic about the future and what you can achieve. You embrace change and are willing to admit that you don't know everything, but that you want to learn. And after you consider whether your initial money emotions are more aligned with scarcity or abundance, dig into where those feelings are coming from. What were your first money memories? Was it going into the bank with your parents and feeling excited about depositing your allowance? Was your mom telling you you couldn't go on the school field trip because she couldn't afford it? Give yourself a moment to reflect on what memories came up first and why you think those are so close to the surface for you. What, as a child, did you take away from those moments? 
Now, you've got your feelings and your childhood money memories, and you can bring them together. Ask yourself, even as you listen to me talk, what do I believe about money? Here's some common beliefs. Listen to each one and consider whether or not you think it's true. Money corrupts people. Money can solve all my problems. I have what it takes to be wealthy. I'm no good with money. I'll never get out of debt. Money is a finite resource. I can manage the budget, but I'm not smart enough to invest. My husband handles that. People won't like me if I'm wealthy. People will only like me if I'm wealthy. Talking about money only leads to fighting. As you heard these stories, how did you feel? Which ones rang true? Do you think those stories and beliefs serve you well? Help you create better habits and build wealth? Hold those in your mind, because now that we know what we really think about money, we can start to create a plan for change. Which brings us to step two. Focus in on what you most need to change. We already saw in the last exercise that no one believes just one thing. We all have a myriad of experiences with money and thoughts about the role money plays in the world and in our lives. And unfortunately, we can't change every negative thought in our mind overnight. Damn, right? But that's just the reality. Going from, I'm always struggling to make ends meet, to all the wealth in the world flows to me, is going to feel insincere. Instead, consider all your money stories and try to narrow it down to the one or two that are most holding you back. Stories that if you could change them, changing the others would be easier. Let me give you an example. For me, two of the money stories I had were, one, net worth equals self-worth, and two, I'm not worthy of spending money on myself. People will think I'm frivolous and silly. Now, both those stories were holding me back from abundance and happiness. I know that now. But until I fix story one, I'd never be able to reliably change story two. Because each time I spent money, and trust me, I tried, my self-worth would go down. I'd feel less worthy of the good things in my life, and all of a sudden, I'd be back at story two. Make sense? Now, before we move into the next step, I want to take a quick pause to tell you about our rock star sponsors that help make the Smart Money Mama show possible. Be right back. Today's podcast is brought to you by Debt.com. If you're feeling overwhelmed by monthly payments or balances, but don't know who to turn to, Debt.com can match you with a trustworthy debt solution provider to help you create a solid debt freedom plan. You can learn more by visiting smartmoneymamas.com backslash debt or by calling their free support line at 844-462-8280. Debt.com for when life happens. All right, my friend, got your stories? Let's go to the fun step. Step three, rewrite your limiting money beliefs to reflect more abundance, but make sure you can believe it. These are your new money mantras. All we're going to do right now is flip your stories upside down and make them feel powerful. From my example in my own life, my mantra became net worth does not equal self-worth. But there are a million mantras you could create. You could go from people won't like me if I'm wealthy to People like me because of who I am and the things I do, and the people that matter will celebrate me finding more financial security. Or you could go from, I'm no good with money, to, I do hard things all the time. I can learn what I need to learn to make good money decisions. Find what feels right for you. But as I said at the beginning, make sure you feel connected to your new mantra. You might need a stepping stone that feels more honest to you to really embrace it. For example, going from, I'm no good with money, to, I'm committed to learning more about money. 
If you're rejecting the truth of your mantra before you can even get the words out, it isn't going to serve you. Now, to help you create some strong money mantras, I reached out to the amazing mamas in the free Mamas Talk Money Facebook group, which you should really go out and join if you're not there already, and asked them what their best mantras were. Here are a few. I love money and money loves me. Janice. I'm grateful for the abundance I have and the abundance to come. Katie. I can do hard things. Heather. What would Chelsea do? Dallas. Very funny, Dallas. In this family, we don't pay interest. We earn it. Cecilia. I handle money easily and well. Emily. Don't those make you smile, make you hopeful? That's what we're looking for. Create a money mantra that makes you feel optimistic. It will help you generate positive feelings about money and start to build that stronger, more abundant relationship with money. Now you're ready for step four. Give yourself opportunities to prove those new mantras. Even small actions can make a huge difference. Mamas, this is the key step, the absolutely critical one you need to do to make your money mantra actually shift your financial life to a better place. Now, most people know that they need to keep mantras, affirmations, personal promises, whatever you want to call them, in the front of their mind. That could be physically writing them down in a journal every day. That could be making your mantra the background on your phone so you see it every time you open your phone or writing it on a sticky note and putting it on your bathroom mirror. Those are the practices that will remind you of the person you want to be. But if you want your mantra to become core to who you are, to help you overcome the deeper rooted negative stories that you've lived with for so long, you have to give your brain evidence that that, your new money mantra, is the story that's true. If your mantra is, like Emily, I handle money easily and well, create opportunities to live that truth. Grab your favorite mug, some hot coffee, and sit down and look at your budget calmly. Pick an item off your to-do list you've been avoiding, like creating a plan to reduce your grocery budget or calling your 401k provider with a question, and actually do it. And when the task is done, congratulate yourself. Add it to your journal. Tell your spouse or best friend, appreciate what you've accomplished. The more you force yourself to prove your mantras, and at the beginning, it's going to be work, mama, the more you'll naturally start to notice those opportunities, the easier it will be to take action without the worry or the stress. However, let's not forget. Step five, don't expect perfection. You're trying to change what may be decades-long developed beliefs. You're creating a new vision of yourself, a new relationship with money. It won't be clean and easy. You'll have days where you hit a setback or have an argument with your spouse about money and all your old negative scarcity-based thoughts will come rushing back to your mind. Don't panic. In those moments, don't feel like you failed or that things can't change. This is just life. It has its ups and downs. Instead, take a breath. Literally, stop, take a breath, and let the thought pass through your mind. Then question it. Sure, you spent a month building up your emergency fund and proving to yourself, in bits and bobs, that you are responsible and in charge of your money. And then, bam, the car broke down and wiped out your baby emergency fund. You're sitting in the shop and all you can think is, wow, I really can never get ahead with money. But is that really the only way to frame what happened? Or could you remind yourself that you were responsible and in charge of your money, so you had saved up enough to deal with this unfortunate setback without putting the repair on a credit card? 
that this, days like today, are why you choose to be responsible and in charge of your money. That you built up an emergency fund once and you can do it again. Money mantras don't magically make things better. This is a journey and you have to give yourself grace as you learn and grow. Which brings us to our final and my favorite step. Step six, surround yourself with people and voices that align with your new money mindset. Your people matter. Who we choose to spend time with and let into our lives impact who we believe ourselves to be and what we think we can achieve. If everyone around you believes credit card debt is just part of life, you're probably going to think that too. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and cut ties with all your family and friends. Instead, find ways to connect with new positive voices. Head to a local personal finance meetup, join a free Facebook group like the Mamas Talk Money community, rework who you follow on social media to be more goal-oriented, optimistic people and creators. We can't do this alone. A good money-savvy mom friend can help you reframe those negative thoughts when they come up because sometimes those negative thoughts are going to feel so true. You're going to need someone to help you question it not someone who will agree with the scarcity and enforce your all beliefs. A good community can change your lens. Mamas, mantras are powerful things. They open us up to a new way of seeing the world, but they aren't magic wishes from a genie. To make them work, you need to do the work. Reflect on what you believe today and how those thoughts do or do not serve you. Make a decision about what you want to change and how. Then take the steps even through the setbacks and failures, to prove to yourself time and time again why your new mantra is valid and real and true. Over time, it'll just become who you are, a money-savvy mama raising kids who are confident in the world's abundance. Mamas, thank you so much for hanging out with me today and exploring your own money stories. I also want to thank our sponsor, Debt.com, for helping me make this episode possible. You can view the full show notes of this episode at smartmoneymamas.com backslash 005 and download your free copy of our Healthy Money Mantras worksheets to get started on your own journey. If you have a moment, I'd be ecstatic if you could leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. These reviews let me know what you love about the show so I can do more of it and let amazing guests know why they should come hang out with me. Plus, it always makes me smile. Keep talking money, mama. I'll see you next time.